0: The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 Pit twig best, him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. Baseball! Hey.
1: The I Big Ten it, Championship I lies on a measurement. Did he get it? Oh! No! He didn't get it! Penn State home! They brought back
0: the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions.
1: Nine seconds left.
0: Eagles by eight. Brady lines them up, he's back again, he steps up. he's hit, he stumbles, he is throwing
1: it deep for the end zone, and it is batted around, and incomplete, Incomplete. and the game is over, the game
0: is over, the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions, Eagles fans everywhere this is for you! Let the celebration begin! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rapp. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 262nd episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's
1: uh, good to be back. Um, you know, the summer schedule gets a little crazy, but, um, you know, it, it's uh, good to be back, and we, we have plenty to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially the, this This right? Yeah, the schedule has changed a tiny bit just because of, well, summer is a busy time with vacations and other things going on, especially getting ready for football season. Not really pro football season, but the high school football season in Pennsylvania here, as you well know if you've been listening to this show, that Justin and I are heavily involved in Pennsylvania high school football, including our local team, as well as coaching at the middle school level. So there's a lot going on as we approach the middle end of July, and especially once August gets here. So we actually switch things up a little bit, and tonight we're going to be talking about the NFC East. It's usually we usually finish with one of the East divisions, just because I'm a Dolphins fan. I have family in New England, and obviously we're from South Central, Southeastern Pennsylvania. So there's a lot of huge Eagles fans that we know, including yourself, and also my dad being a Cowboys fan. Uh, you know, it, it introduces an interesting mix of interactivity usually for those shows during and after the fact. But we still haven't done the AFC or NFC North. And we're going to push that off until probably next week. And then I'll come back in two weeks to do my AFC East and wrap it all up with uh, Super Bowl predictions. But Justin will be here, obviously, with me tonight. So we had to do the NFC East while you were here in
1: studio. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know, I am – I know. I know Doug Peterson has talked about turning the page for the Eagles. You know, it's a new year and all that stuff, but – uh, not for me yet. That doesn't happen till um, maybe maybe training camp, but maybe that first Thursday. Maybe we'll talk about it then.
0: Yeah, but I mean, really, NFL season is actually right around the corner because I think yeah. a week from now teams will have
1: have started Rookie's, or will be starting. Rookie started reporting this week this, or this weekend. This
0: week or this weekend
1: for I think for the couple teams that have those early. Including like the
0: the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game, I think some of the rookies had the
1: report. Teams
0: that change head coaches and new coaching staffs also get extra days to to practice, to do training camp and whatnot. So uh, if they haven't started or reported already, you will hear that a lot this week. And by this time next week, almost every team will have reported or We'll be reporting within verge. a few days. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, it really is. The pro football season is coming up really quickly, and I know everyone is super excited about that because this show revolves around pro football, let's be honest. And when the Eagles won the Super Bowl just a few months ago, what, it was the
1: best pro- just professional over, sports day ever. What? Just
0: over five months ago now, you know, I, when we posted the video that I took of, uh, of you, me, your dad mm-hmm. reacting to uh, – them beating the Patriots that was our most viewed video we've ever done (laughs) in our uh, seven plus years of doing this show so naturally we have to make sure we get Justin's take on the NFC East and his Eagles in 2018 but we are going to go in alphabetical order which means we get to start with uh, America's team
1: yeah so Uh, America's like mediocre team we got it (laughs) we got it
0: yeah, so we're not going to buck the trend now. We've been doing alphabetical um, based on city or region for everything we've discussed thus far. So we're going to continue that now. And obviously with the NFC East, that means we're going to start with the Dallas Cowboys. And I know a lot of people probably forget, especially those in Philadelphia, are ones that view everything through the, uh, the green glasses. But the Cowboys matched the Eagles' win total just two years ago. And despite some issues... In 2017, I'm not sure Dallas is really one that you can overlook for 2018. Oh my gosh, I, no! And
1: just a, I like <laughs> to give them a hard time every week,
0: every <laughs> every
1: single week. But
0: I mean, just a season removed from 13 wins, and honestly, I and mean, we talked about this, and you like to joke about it. They should have been 14 and two that year.
1: Yeah, like they should have been 14 and two, and they should have been better than they were this past year. Right. There are a lot of outside circumstances which. Some of which, the cow I like is beyond the Cowboys' control as a team. Mm-hmm. But then part of me says, like, is it because like it's always something, right? Like now the the players which it revolved around last year were it was a bigger deal than most years, right? But it's always something, right? At least the last couple years, it's always been someone, whether it's. Uh, defensive ends or whether other D linemen or your start running back, like it's always something. Um, So like, I don't really feel bad for him in that instance, you know, at the same time, you know, there were a lot of distractions for the Cowboys last year. And I think that played a role, but I think the bigger role was they didn't have their, Best offensive player for six games, like yeah. that—that's the bigger role. Like, I like Dak Prescott. I hate that he plays for the Cowboys. Oh yeah, I sure. like Dax, uh, Dak Prex Prescott, <laughs> and, but I I just don't like the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, I don't like. That has more to do with he went to a higher state. Yeah, that, that's a co- and now thing. he goes to the Cowboys, and he's good. Like those—that's three strikes, right? <laughs> like a, a college team, I don't like. Uh, a pro team I don't like. Oh, and you're good for both of those teams. All right, three strikes. Yeah, that, so you have that against um, you. But you know, looking forward to this year. You know what I? I think don't get me wrong. There's pressure on the Eagles, obviously, right? And I'm not going to skirt around that. There's pressure on the Cowboys, right? Like, I feel like there is a when your arch rival wins the biggest game that exists,
0: at least in. North American pro sports? Yeah. Or I should say United States pro sports cuz Canada would probably say that Super Bowl is not yeah. the biggest sporting event. Well, so, and,
1: and the guys you're drafting weren't born the last time your team won one, right? So like I'm just saying like you know Jerry Jones has the itch now. Yeah, he had a bad year. Right. He had he had a terrible year. So he has the itch now. So in that regard, there's a ton of pressure Internally on these Cowboys Right, I don't I don't know I think there's going to be a, a, a Fairly high expectations You know, as the predictions start to roll out and, and as we get closer to the season But I really think that We're going to end up with You know, a lot of internal discussions Especially if there are, you know Some ups and downs As there are with every NFL team throughout the season Right If you're not like the Patriots or something like that You know there's going to be ups and downs of some kind. When when you look at the Cowboys, I think there's a lot of pressure. First of all, like we mentioned, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, so you know it is killing Jerry Jones now. It is killing oh, absolutely. him. Like, he wants to be back here. And, you know, when we look at some of these things, how much pressure is on Jason Garrett now? You know, and...
0: Well, no Des Bryant. Okay. No
1: Jason Winton. Jason Witten is a huge loss, in my opinion. Somewhat for the on-field production at this point, right? But also just the leadership. You know That guy, you know, one of the most respected guys in the league. Right. And again, it kills me to say that because he plays for a team I really don't like. But Jason Witten became one of those players that I couldn't necessarily root against him. I could root against his team and so I didn't want him to do well because I didn't want his team to do well. But like, you couldn't root against him. Like right? He was—he's—he's a, he's a good guy. You know, he's involved with noble causes. He's overcome things in his personal life. You know, as a kid and all that stuff. Like all those crazy circumstances, um, and he's still this guy. You just—you have to root for. But you know, he—he'd been gone a long time. Now, it is interesting how he waited. I believe till right after the draft. Right to. It was right around
0: that time, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the Eagles drafted a guy named Dallas um, at tight end. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I think Des Bryant might be add- addition by subtraction. Right. With what he had been offering, you know, we'll see. You know, it, it's kind of tough to say because does Des Bryant have the potential to put up, you know, a huge year? But he's still unsigned, isn't he? yeah yeah, oh yeah yeah he doesn't have a team yet, so he'll end up somewhere. but Des Bryant, I feel like, was a distraction and no longer the best offensive player on the team, and I think that bothered him um, a lot, especially as he was coming into issues with his contract. So I think this team is in a great spot to be a lot better this year. Um, if I have to put a win total on it. Or do you want to talk first and then we'll do win total? Um, yeah, you talk because you, maybe I'll change my mind one way or the other.
0: Well, I was just going to say I don't have a lot to argue against or bring up in addition to what you already said. The one thing I did want to point out because I want to mention this because I know we misspoke a couple times last week and we, we fixed ourselves down the line, but there were one or two things we didn't. And, of course, we got comments about things that we messed mm-hmm. up. So I mentioned that the Cowboys should have been 14-2 and two, two years ago because they gave away the game to the Eagles. Well, the Cowboys and Eagles met again in Week 17, and the same thing kind of happened last year. So if I'm going to say the Eagles or the Cowboys should have been 14-2 and during 2016, the Eagles very well should have been 14-2 and last year because, well, they didn't play at home against Dallas the way they had been playing the entire year. Right. So right. just get that off because I know there's probably Eagles fans who are like, oh, the same thing happened next year. So let's put that out there. Both teams – Coulda have, shoulda have, would've have been fourteen and two. Both went thirteen and three in back to back years. The only thing I want to mention that's not it's not really Cowboys specific, but as I was doing research for the show tonight I noticed that well, maybe you can even answer this. When was the last time the NFC East had a repeat division winner?
1: So I don't know. I'm gonna guess back to the Eagles winning back to back into like the mid two thousands. I don't know. I'm guessing. Uh, or maybe... 0-3, Eagles. Yeah. Whew. So, it's very tough to repeat
0: in the NFC East. Uh, some years, none of the teams were that great. Other years, you had three teams that were great. You know, it's one of those uh, cyclical things where the NFC East, much like any of the other divisions, they all kind of... They have an ebb and flow to them. And right now, the Eagles are on top. But can they stay there? Right. The Cowboys struggle to... Bit last year, I mean, ninety seven is not awful. No, but there was more expected great. They of played them. great down the stretch. Right. I mean, really, if they didn't go what two and three in the first five weeks right. without, I see. I don't even remember anymore because the no, Zeke cause stuff he, came in. He
1: right. He played it first. I don't remember when he got suspended.
0: Right. And I mean, it's and it's not like now the loss to the Broncos was weird. Yeah. But. I don't really fault them for losing to the Rams and Packers back-to-back. Those are two tough teams. However, it was at home, which makes it a little tougher to swallow.
1: Uh, You look. They lost five games at home last year.
0: Yeah, they did. And then the other ones they lost were at Denver, usually a pretty tough place to play. Yeah. At Atlanta, definitely a tough place to play. Yeah. So... You know they they weren't able to protect their home turf, which no. was an
1: issue, and it has that's been a, another recurring issue. Not in the years where they were the best, like the year I'm trying to think was that the year. This might be a few years ago now. When they when they lost to Atlanta, or no, I guess they lost to the Packers. They lost and to the, the Packers, Packers, and the beat Packers Atlanta. beat
0: Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, um, but Dallas brought in Allen Hearns uh you know he would kind of burst on the scene a few years yeah. ago for the jaguars but he's a young guy right i uh, does is he as good as dez was when he right. was a and,
1: prime guy no but here's the thing does he replace what dez was for you possibly
0: possibly right right like that, we don't that,
1: know that's the thing because it's hard to say like okay tell me how good was dez last year like and not you know just you're like okay yeah. you know like he's a Solid receiver, kind of, mm-hmm. and honestly, when you break it down by the numbers, I don't think he would even match up to solid. You right. know, so bringing in a guy like Alan Hearns, I think could be that could be big.
0: Uh, then the other, at least the big name splashy acquisition was Tavon Austin, who we talked mm-hmm. about when we talked about the Rams uh, months ago. Now, uh, so that's you know two two nice offensive acquisitions for them. I think. Um, I think Dak has a better year this year. Uh, you know, they still have a great offensive line. Yeah. And if Zeke is there for all the games, you know, they were 9-7 and seven with all that turmoil last year. With losing five of seven games, five of their seven losses at home, like we just mentioned. I don't know that I see them repeating that mediocrity.
1: I agree. Yeah. I, I think they're better than 9-7. Like, you look at all that went wrong and they still won nine games last year. How do How do you pick them to not win... At least nine this year. You right. Know, like, that, yeah.
0: Ex- absolutely.
1: <laughs> because I, so much went against them last year. <sighs> you know, I just can't imagine that they're in that spot.
0: Right. Uh, now, people will obviously hound away about depth, but if, if, and it's always a big if, you can stay healthy. I like the roster. I, yeah. I do. Talent galore. Um, there's nothing behind Dak or Elliot, really. Um, and I think you've you've adequately replaced Des Bryant with Tavon Austin and Alan Hearns. I don't see any I issue agree. there.
1: And you lose the the story that is Des Bryant, which again Addition so by it, subtraction. Yeah. So I think anything that you may not replace like skill wise and maybe skill skill slash potential with Des, right? So I still think he has it in him. We just haven't seen it. You replace the skill slash potential with Alan Hearns and Tavon Austin. And if there is a little bit of a gap left that would it would maybe be advantage, des I think is made up by the lack of drama with right. Tavon Austin and Alan Hearns.
0: Now, their biggest downfall has been their secondary hasn't lived up to the hype or not even so much hype, but what they've needed them to be. Right. Uh, they moved on from a few people, including Orlando Scandrick, and Dan Bailey had a down year last year. Dan yeah. Bailey was not the kicker that they no. had seen for a number of years. I thought Dan
1: Bailey was going to lose his job last year. Yeah. And if he's not a legend in terms of his ability, um, he probably does. Like, because he missed a bunch of big kicks. And, you know, for our Penn State
0: focused minds, we hope Sean Lee can stay healthy and be the leader there. Nice. And being flanked by Jalen Smith, who's now in his second year healthy. I think will be a, a boost for the linebacking core, but if they can find a combination in the secondary that works and can cover the spread offenses, I think Dallas is better than they were last year. And, and I you yeah. said nine and seven. Well, we said they were nine and seven last year. Probably could have, should have been better than that. Of course, the the gimme at the end of the year with the Eagles. But so they were at worst eight and eight, nine and seven, five hundred just above. I'm better. I'll wrap it up here and throw it back to you. I think they're ten and six, and
1: you don't have to tell me what I, I, I
0: you tell me the numbers, you tell me your numbers because okay. I'm so, trying to still figuring out where I want to put them.
1: Part of me thinks, oh man, ten and six. I just convinced myself in talking to you that how you know how can this team only get to nine wins right like and yet I'm like, oh, so I'll give them one more. You know, like, part of me is, like, how do I just give them one more win, right? So, basically, I'm stuck between 10 and 11 wins. Like, that's where, that's kind of where I'm stuck. See, um, to,
0: to me, I'm so, still waffling on where I want to put them. If I was going to say they were going to go 11 and 5, to me, that's first place.
1: Yeah, so I, I know. And
0: I'm not sure I'm ready to say that they're the best team. So, I, I'm going to say and, 10 and 6.
1: Yeah, I'll say 10 and 6. I'll say 10-6 and as well. I I think that they have all the potential in the world to be – they have the potential to be the best team in the NFC. Yeah. They have the potential to be the best team in the NFC.
0: Their offensive line –
1: we've seen it for how many years that they've had the potential to be the best team in the NFC. A discussion – you don't have to answer this right now, but I think it's a really, really intriguing question for the NFC East. Who's the best, like, just things to think about. Again, you don't have to answer. You can if you want to. Where does Dak rank if you're ranking the quarterbacks of the NFC East? Where does Ezekiel Elliott rank? Now, it's a little unfair because Saquon hasn't played a game, you know. But, like, you know, and things to think about as we go through the season. Is Zeke the best running back in in the NFC East? You know, obviously, by what he's produced, he he is, right? But, um, you know, who's... You know the coaching situation. What's the best coaching situation in the NFC East? Like, just things in a in a division where I feel like it's going to be really close. I feel like some of those things might be good for a game. Maybe not into each individually, but a game over the course of the season. You know, having the best quarterback in the division or having a better than you know, having the one of the top two quarterbacks might get you a game. Or maybe that maybe I'm flipping it around. Maybe you win a game or two. Be you know, and that makes the quarterbacks better. I, I don't know. I've been too repetitive of
0: what's happened in 2017 that I feel like I need to go a different direction here. And
1: I can't blame you. If you I, do I, it, I just,
0: I feel like I, I'm going to change it. I'll, I'll say 11 and five and first. Okay. I, I just,
1: yeah, I can't argue. I, against and we'll this get team... to the
0: Eagles and I'll say why.
1: This team should be darn good. This team should be darn good. They won nine games last year. That
0: team with, with it, all Zeke that going in and on. out of the lineup, right. and all the other stuff surrounding that always yeah. surrounds ownership. I agree. I, I and you had down years from players. That is it decline or was it a fluke? And right. I'm gonna now where it fits where my I, narrative to
1: say it was a fluke. So I'm where, go where right I kind of put it, I think Dak is is good. I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to be really good. I'm not as convinced about the um about the wide receiver position. And it's not necessarily the guys that they brought in. It's just, okay, so you have Alan Hearns and Tavon Austin. In my opinion, Tavon Austin is Cole Beasley, right? Faster. But, like, I don't but, see. And, and, and that, I might be wrong on that, but, like, I don't, you know. I feel you, like Tavon Austin you, is the original Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you, yeah, you like, can say that. Cole Beasley
0: is more of the slot guy. Yeah. Um. And then they have Terrence Williams,
1: and then who's right. gonna? Who else? Terrence is gonna... Williams is there. Alan Hearns. No, Alan Hearns. I forgot. About right. Hearns. So like, you have some guys, but I'm just like, I feel like the best guys they have there might be a number two, and yeah, we've talked, oh, yeah, right. And I just don't know that that's gonna help Zeke and Dak a, a ton. Especially when you take Jason Witten out of the – out of the, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it could. Like – I don't know. I just look I, at that I, line.
0: I look at the talent. I, I Prescott, agree. The line Elliott, is there. The chemistry they had two years ago, even with the loss of Bryant and Witten, I think there's enough there on offense they can put up numbers that as long as the defense is respectable, which I like their defensive line, and – if Sean Lee stays healthy, you know two out of three linebacker spots I yeah, think are very
1: strong. I love Sean Lee. You can't you can't bank on him playing even thirteen games. No, like you can't. I love Sean Lee. I love Sean Lee. He is my favorite Dallas <laughs> Cowboy, and I hate the <laughs> Cowboys. Right, dude.
0: Lee Puzzlesny and Dan Connor were that was my everything. Right. While, while I was at Penn State, like seeing those guys play. But like,
1: yeah, I have a feeling. There's a better chance Sean Lee retires before the end of this by by the end of December than him playing every game between now and December.
0: Unfortunately, you're Right. And right. I don't mean that
1: as a knock on Sean Lee. Like he's the you see what happens to their defense when he's out. Mm-hmm. And he's not the most physically gifted player on that defense. Far from it at this point in his career. Yeah. But he's the best player on that defense. Like mm-hmm. best football player on that defense. I think I'm putting them at ten to six because one I'm a homer two <laughs> two I think the offense is th- is gonna be good, I think they're you know they're gonna score I think the defense is gonna have issues. I just don't think they're far and away the best team and I think I think I'm really banking on Jerry Jones can't get out of his own way and the drama costing him a game or two hmm. And that's wishful thinking but I'm, I'm going 10 or six I'll, I'll, 11 and five and first where do you have him first I'm gonna put him in second Second. all right second it, it wouldn't surprise you like I I just want to be on the record though talent wise roster I agree they could be the best team in the NFC I just how how long have we seen it and we do this, oh, yeah. we do it a lot with the other way you know when we talk about the Patriots we've talked about the Packers for a long time like that in the NFC north I don't know that it'll be that way anymore but like until I've seen different you know like I want right. to see this I kind of feel that way about the about the uh, Cowboys like until I see different I'm gonna say I think there's still gonna be some issues that kind of hold them back a little bit because I want there to be issues that hold them back a little bit
0: <laughs> but the the reason I think 11 and five is doable it has to come down to their schedule yeah um, now they're at the Panthers to start the season and I'm high on the Panthers Um You know, So, to me, that should be a push. Giants, I feel like should be a win. At the Seahawks, at this point, honestly, I'll say push, but I think that maybe should be a win with the way Seattle's going. Detroit should be a win. Houston, uh, because I like Houston, I'll say push, but I still would favor Dallas in that one. Jaguars, they get them at home. Interesting game. Probably a push. We're high on them. At Washington, I think should be a win. Tennessee I think should be a win at Philly I say push at Atlanta push Washington win Saints I think win right like because we're not high on the Saints Eagles push at Colts win Tampa Bay win Giants win how many of those there so, are
1: guaranteed losses I feel like they do have a favorable last 3 games
0: Oh yeah you know so you don't want to
1: go to the Giants but the Colts who we both think are going to be bad Buccaneers who what if we they're both 9 and 4 with
0: those 3 games left as yeah. an Eagles fan, are you happy those are the three teams they finish with? No,
1: no, not at all. I mean, I can see something in the Giants as thinking, like, you know, the Giants, you know, hopefully they'll be having something to play for, if not anything other than let's beat the Cowboys, you know, because that's a bit of a rivalry there, you know. Um, but, you know, yeah, I definitely, definitely doable. 11 and 5 is definitely doable for them. I just think, you know, I I think they're going to be, I think some inconsistency is going to strike. Hey. I, and I hope it does. I, I
0: hope it does. I, I do this as much for the drama of picking Cowboys over oh, Eagles, yeah. but also I need to have new teams in the playoffs. Like, right. I, no, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. Well, I
1: think year. they're going to make the playoffs. Well, I think the, they're going to make it. And the thing is, like,
0: not to be, spoil our own show, but I'm picking the Eagles second. So, like, right.
1: So, and I honestly thought about it. I thought about putting them first and the Eagles second, and then the Eagles later when we get to that, like later down the road, taking the Eagles further in the playoffs. You know, yeah, like, right. One of um, those deals. But. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll see.
0: we just spent a half an hour on Dallas, so we probably should move on here. Okay, let's quick run through the Giants. You know, last year they went 3-13. and They fired Ben McAdoo early in the season. No, not early in the season. Late in the season. Should have fired, should've him, fired him, early him earlier in the season. Um, and then a former coordinator and NFL head coach, Steve Bagnolo, took over. Didn't do that much better. Um, they fired their general manager. Um, they brought in a guy who was with, I think, the Panthers before. To run the operation, yes. um, and uh, well, it just wasn't a great all-around year for the Giants.
1: Uh, it was a disaster. Yeah, later.
0: they you know three and thirteen. There's not really that much to say. Um, their biggest surprise was maybe beating the Chiefs in Week yeah. 11 in overtime, um, and that was about it. It was uh, not a great year for Eli Manning. There was uh, you know injuries and issues with Odell Beckham, which kind of are still um are still percolating now right. um but you know they had an interesting offseason they brought in some relatively big names uh to compete uh, including Jonathan Stewart uh Nate solder from the Patriots to try to shore up that offensive line Ooh, yeah uh which has just not been the best in front of Eli Manning uh, of course uh Eli is on the the down right. end of his
1: career. It's another tough one. Is Eli is Eli's bad play making the offensive line look worse? Right. Possibly. Or is the offensive line's worse play like terrible play making Eli look worse? Probably somewhere in the middle. There's right. probably instances of both. Um Yeah, but there there was a, a huge addition to the Giants right. in the offseason. At least on uh, at well, our level, I, well, I
0: think pretty much everyone agrees yeah. that getting Saquon Barkley at number two in the draft was a huge get, and he's in the perfect situation in New York City. And everyone expects a monster year for him, he's the runaway favorite to be offensive rookie of the year. People are expecting at least 1,300 yards from scrimmage, not just rushing sc- yards from scrimmage. Uh, he will split time with Jonathan Stewart, but he will be one a. like he is yeah. the guy.
1: Uh, when you don't have you can bring Jonathan Stewart in the game and not take him out
0: right. yeah, that's you true. Know, like you can do split backs right. you can split him out wide. Like we saw a variety of things last year from him at Penn State, right. including the overwhelming ability to catch the ball. Right. and he says that's one of the things he wants to get better right.
1: at, so I picked the Giants to win the division last year. Um, I thought they were going to have a monster year and they were absolutely terrible. Um, And I know like there are some people out there who are throwing out stats that show how they can kind of rebound and get back to that team we saw two years ago, but kind of maybe finish the deal a little bit more. Um, I'll be honest, I, I don't see it. I think the defense is going to struggle. I think Saquon is really good. I think Odell Beckham Jr is really good. Um I think the offensive line even with the additions that they got is going to struggle and I think that is going to uh lead to difficult times. I think they're better than last year, but I still am only going to put them at like maybe 6 or 7 wins.
0: <laughs> I was good. I wasn't gonna put, sure what you, you were going to say there. I'll put them
1: at 6 because I I'm going to have two teams that are pretty good. So, in essence, uh, you know, I can't have like – you could. It's incredibly unlikely that you end up with four teams really good, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to put them at six because it just gives me a little bit more room, I think, with my – we're not going through game by game, you know, for every team in the league right. working out. But I think when I, when I look at it, I'm, I'm going to put them at six wins. So, getting better, but I think they're still going to have to answer the question of what do we do at quarterback after this year. When this was the quarterback draft, yeah, next not next year, yeah, and you know I I don't know, and don't get me wrong, I'm glad there are going to be questions like that for the Giants, as an Eagles
0: fan, yeah, Yeah.
1: that's good, but it's
0: unfortunate enough that you already have to see Saquon
1: there, right? Um, That was the worst case scenario actually.
0: So, So Pat Shermer took over as head coach. He was hired by Dave Gettleman. He's the guy who came over from the Panthers or had worked with the Panthers for a long time they went three and 13 last year. I don't think they're anywhere as bad as they were. They, their first like three or four games or three out of the first four games or something were all decided by like five points or less. Uh, So I definitely think there's potential there. I don't think they're in any spot to really challenge for the division title. And I don't like to say that because as we've been, well, Chip Kelly's first year, we were both like, the Eagles yeah. are the only team that can't win the division, and what happened?
1: Yeah, they, they won, won the division.
0: division. So I don't like to say that. I say it way too much, but I'll say it here for the Giants. I don't think they can win the NFC East. Do I think they could possibly put together a season that they could sneak in as a wild card? Yeah. I, yeah I think because it's... I
1: think, if we look, based on what we thought they were going to be last year, yeah, that maybe we're just wrong. Maybe, the, maybe last year was the flash in the pan, not the
0: other know, way two around. years ago. But but I, I, I'm I, closer to you. I'm a little bit more positive
1: than you are. The difference I have with the Giants from two years ago, right? Like, I thought, I think there are other teams, mainly the Cowboys and the Eagles, that are both better than I thought they were going to be last year. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? so, like, if I think the Cowboys are better, and I think the Eagles, I'm not saying they're better, but like... From from two years ago, if I think the Eagles are better, then like how can I be like, oh, well, the Giants I don't think are better, but I still think they're – you know, I, I'm running out of, of wins for them basically. Right.
0: Yeah, I I had the Giants at third at seven and nine. I I think they're better than they were last year. I think they got better, which is a big thing for me. But I still – you know, I think they're one of those teams that's destined to be six or seven wins. Uh, so I'll have them at third at seven and nine. So that brings us to your team now, Philadelphia All right. Eagles 13 and 3 last year. Went on to make their way through the playoffs and win the Super Bowl over the New England Patriots. And it came out of nowhere. You know, yeah. they did what, uh, six wins better than the year before when they went seven and nine. I mean, everyone already loved Carson Wentz, his rookie season, and then he did what he did through the first, what, 13 weeks or right. 14 weeks with the He bye. was having an
1: MVP He season. was
0: the MVP of the NFL right. at the time of his ACL injury against the Rams on December 10th. Uh, you know, this is a team that lost once between September 18th and December 30th.
1: <laughs> and it was a fun ride <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and their loss was to the seahawks in seattle which right. is you know is nothing you know to get up in arms about it, right. it happens yeah and that was during a three-game road trip out west and yeah. four or five on the road from um, november 19th yeah and they rebounded the to, that to beat
1: the rams which ended up being a huge, huge win game
0: huge huge win for them so you know eagles i i, I think you'd safe to say they overachieved Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think too many people give that upset at me for saying that. Um but the, you know they did lose a pretty large chunk of guys that helped them win the Super Bowl. Not saying they didn't replace him with anything. Right. Uh right. but you know we saw uh Barner and Blunt leave, uh Trey Burton, Super Bowl hero, Trey yeah. Burton uh is gone. Uh, we saw Patrick Robinson had a cup of coffee with the Eagles to go back to the team that drafted him. Uh and then uh Two players, Caleb Sturge and Jalen Watkins, go out to the Chargers. Um, and obviously, you still have the looming issue of what's going to happen with Carson Wentz. Is he going to be ready for week one? Is he going to start on the pup list? Is this Foles' team for six-plus games?
1: I'm trying to look. Did they they let go of um, Brent Selleck, too?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Um, yeah, right there. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, he was released. This is uh, I guess uh, the free agents. All right. All right. And then this is uh Right. Um yeah, and we know they got rid of Michael Kendrick's as well. So, yeah. and Vinnie Curry, I forgot. I yep. always forget about, about Curry. So, yeah, Sella Curry and Kendrick's also gone. Now they bought in brought in Heloni Nada and having him on that defensive line even though, you know, he's obviously right. much older now. He's, and not he's not in the guy Ravens but like, can guy, he be a but... role
1: player? And I think a big one is Chris Long resigned, you know, Pondered retirement, pondered moving on, pondered coming back, and chose to come back. Right. Um. Yeah. Look, thirteen wins is 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 kind of crazy, right? Um. I don't. I'd love for them to get to thirteen wins. They they had a lot go right. To get to thirteen wins last year was insane, right? Um. Not going to happen. And you know we talk about the schedule before. Schedule's tough. Um. I'm gonna put them. Well, I'll just say a couple things. I it's gonna be interesting to see how Wentz comes back. I saw an article just popped up this weekend because um, there are rumors that Wentz might be cleared to like participate early in training camp. Um, and if that's the case, they said look for they might do a last minute trade of Nick Foles. Um,
0: oh, I, that oh man, that's sketchy, <laughs> that scares right, me. Right, I, right.
1: Especially when you have the contract situation under control there. Like, yeah. what are you going to get with that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know. Unless there's some, you know, you know, unless there's a big piece sitting out there that you feel like you can go get. Here we go. I'm, I'm not saying they should do this, but just at the end, it'll make sense to you what I'm saying. They find a way to get the cap space to get Des Bryant for a year. They win another Super Bowl. Des Bryant wins a Super Bowl with the Eagles. (laughs) Just to rub it in Jerry Jones' face, like I, I don't necessarily even want that to be the scenario. But like the end point of sticking it to Jerry Jones. That's just my point there. But like, unless there's somebody sitting there, I don't, I don't want to trade Nick Foles. Nick Foles likes Philadelphia. He's comfortable in his role. He's handled the situation great. I think Carson Wentz has handled it great. Wentz is the guy moving forward. He has to be. Absolutely. No question um, about it. You just I think there is a slight fall off from last year between the schedule, between losing some guys. I think some of the young guys start to, you know, step up as well. But um you know, there's there's definitely still some questions. I think um, I'm gonna put him at eleven and five and win the division. All right. Um so they
0: got rid of Tory Smith, but added Mike Wallace and Marcus Wheaton. Uh, but Wallace is probably the bigger signing, although I could right. see him getting axed in the preseason if he doesn't contribute. He's right, a yeah. veteran signed to a one-year deal. Um, yeah, we mentioned you mentioned Selleck going, Curry going, Kendrick's going. They also brought in Michael Bennett, but uh, he's an interesting person off the field. Uh, so whether or not. He will be suspended or with the team. I don't know what's right. going on with that there. So, uh, but then they also got. I mean, so they got Dallas Godert, the tight end, in the draft. You know, he kind of will be there to replace Trey Burton, um, Brent Selick. Although they did also bring in Richard Rogers, who isn't that the guy that screwed up that onside kick or whatever for the Packers a few years ago? That they yeah. were they were really mad at him about that. Um, but their their biggest draft get was probably Josh Sweat in the fourth round, the Florida State defensive end. Uh, who I believe had injury issues with the Seminoles but was a highly touted prospect and was very highly thought of by draft experts when he was first playing college ball. So to get him in the fourth round I think was a pretty big deal for the Eagles to shore up that defensive line, not so much that they needed it, but just for the the depth and the future. Right, so right. I, I don't think they're really going to lose much uh, in terms of production this year uh with uh with curry gone. Um and who was oh Bo Allen. I was trying to think. I was like, I know they lost yeah. a defensive tackle. Who was yeah. it? Um but you bring in not in your draft sweat. I mean okay. <laughs> right. Like and you took like, care of and it. And you hope
1: like Derek Barnett, who played well last year. He but did he, he recover he, the fumble in the Super yeah, Bowl? He did, yes. So you know like you would hope that he's gonna have a bigger role. You know, like so while there may be some depth issues because of the cap issues that were there, if if guys step up... My voice is still cracking. I'm, I'm 33 <laughs> You're years You're excited. Yeah, that's why. I am. But like, if guys step up and guys continue to develop, I don't think there's necessarily a, as huge of a drop-off as, as there necessarily you would expect there to be, right? So I think when you, when you look at it, I think they have a little bit of a drop-off, but I don't think it's as big as... Um, you know that's gonna drop them, you know, down to like nine wins or anything. No, I if if it flips with the Cowboys, I wouldn't be stunned, right? Like, um, you know, I can see the Eagles winning three fewer games next year. You know, and mm-hmm. and the Cowboys winning, uh, you know, two more, not a ton more, but they were so much better than what the record was last year. Yeah, um,
0: I, I think that I think you point out the reason probably why I, I favored Dallas just by a hair is because I think the Eagles play a slightly more difficult schedule, right. so that probably means they get to me one more loss. You know, they play a lot of the same teams, but because Philly finished first, they have to play the Rams, and I don't think Dallas right. does.
1: Man, we had to go to the Rams two years in a row. Yeah, and after being at Dallas the week before, so we played the Rams in the middle of a three-week road trip last year. We play them on the. Back to back weeks I mean, three this year.
0: Three of the four, yeah. three of the last four games are on the road.
1: Right. Uh, oh, and you have a short week going into the game at Dallas.
0: And you, well, you have to play Carolina. Go to London to play Jacksonville. Have right. a bye, and then host the Cowboys. And yeah. the, now, some people will say, and then also play the Saints. Now, we're not as high on the Saints. Yeah, but still as at New Orleans, are, but it's, which it's, we know is yeah, right. not. And you start the season against Atlanta. Now, here's and the thing. You got Minnesota. Like it's tough. The Eagles. It is tough.
1: The Eagles got it. That first game is could be huge. Cause if they beat if they beat the the Falcons at home, overcome the emotional, you know, raise the yeah. banner, all that stuff. If they can overcome that, um, you know, I think we saw they have Tampa week two, who's gonna be without Jameis Winston. I don't know if that's good or bad for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. hey, look, if you wanna be competing this year, you gotta beat Tampa, right? Uh we agree on that regardless of who the quarterback for is. Sure. And then you look at, um, but could be a test of a secondary. You know, a revamp secondary. Mm-hmm. You know, you put, um, well, who's the backup there? Uh, which one? In Tampa, sorry, Fitzpatrick. Just, yeah, Fitzpatrick there. Not great, but they have that. They have wide receivers galore down there. So you know, it, at Tampa in week two could be a test of the secondary. But you got to be able to win that game. But then they have the Colts who we think are gonna be bad. They have the Titans who we We don't think are they, gonna be bad, but that But should they're be gonna a be good, game. right. But that's another game where to win so like basically you would hope to be if you're three and one after September, I'd say that's that's pretty good. Uh, because, I was gonna say
0: they need to be at worst five and three entering the bye week. At worst.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I would I would give you that. So Yeah.
0: Because you need to beat
1: Tampa Jacksonville's Bay. no joke, and you have to play him in line. Right.
0: You need to beat Tampa Bay, Indy, Tennessee, and the Giants.
1: Like you have to beat those teams. Right. My hope for the Jacksonville game, and this'll sound ridiculous, but my hope for the Jacksonville game would be how the game is can be like a spectacle that kind of takes on its own thing, that the experience that a lot of those guys just gained in February from the spectacle that is the Super Bowl will benefit them from going and treating it as, like, the business trip. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That could be wishful thinking. The Jaguars are good. But, you know, that that could be a huge game. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, you look at it. They have, after the bye, they have one, two, three, four, five of their divisional games are after their bye, are right. November they 11th or the later. They the Giants
0: in the first yeah. half of the season. So, so they have
1: both right. Dallas games,
0: both Washington games. So I think
1: record wise, they take a step back. I don't think they're necessarily a worse team. No, I don't either. But thirteen and three was pretty much. I was, know we mentioned how it could have been fourteen and two, but but you also lost your MVP quarterback like late in the season, so you easily could have lost some of those games down the stretch. Right. So I think or it's any not,
0: of the playoff games.
1: Yes, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So but
0: they, you know, they yeah. they overachieved. And they were on yeah. that part of the curve. Yeah, statistics say they'll probably come down a little bit, right? But it doesn't mean that when the second season comes around that they won't be ready, right? And are and, as and good ha- as any of the other have teams the are. experience
1: and you know be ready to go. So all right, so you I, have Philly at one, I have yeah.
0: Dallas at one, I have Philly at two, you have Dallas at two. We both agreed, I think Giants third, right? Or did you did you say third or fourth? Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm probably gonna put him third.
0: Okay. I had him at 37-9. You had him third at six and ten. So obviously we agree that we believe the Redskins are the worst team in the NFC East for 2018. They went seven and nine last year. They got rid of their quarterback. Uh Kirk Cousins is now in Minnesota and they brought in Alex Smith. Now, this is an interesting thing for me because I am an Alex Smith fan, and I at times think Kirk Cousins is overrated. So it's tough for me to say that this team's going to be worse in 2018, but I, I just think the Eagles and Cowboys are better than them, and I think the Giants got better than the Redskins did. And I think just kind of like we just mentioned with the Eagles, how they might take a step back even if they aren't any worse, I think the same thing could happen to the Redskins, whereas I think they're at worst a push, but I think other teams around them are better that it's going to drop them to probably, I'll say – Uh, five and 11.
1: Yeah. I I have, I'm going to go with five and 11 as well because I put, uh, the giants at six looking back on that. I'm like, man, maybe if I put the giants at seven, I could have put the, the redskins at six, you know, like, but it is what it is. Um, like you said, I don't, I think Alex Smith is, is fine. I don't really know. It's different than Kirk cousins. I don't know that it's a step up. I don't know that it's a step down. You know, I, I, I don't – me personally, I don't look at this team and I'm like, oh, because of Alex Smith, I see them being able to do this now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't look at them and say, oh, because they lost Kirk Cousins, I think they're going to drop off and not be able to do this. You know, like, I think it's kind of a lateral move at, at quarterback. I feel like it was a I big f-
0: – They're different quarterbacks. They are. But – They are. They're going to accomplish the same. Right, I think. right, yeah.
1: So, I think you – they're taking a different route, but I think they end up with the same level of results. I don't want to say production, because the numbers won't be the same. right? Kirk Cousins oh, yeah. can They're go out there and throw for 500 different. yards in Kirk a game. Kirk Cousins is a gunslinger, and yeah. Alex Smith is a West Coast quarterback. Right. So that could thrive under a Gruden offense, not John, right? He, he's, right who now, knows Jay. what he's doing? Yeah. Right. Who knows what John's doing out in Oakland? I We're kind of waiting and seeing on that. But having that West Coast guy in this offense, that could be huge. You're also not spending $30 million of cap space on it. (laughs) So, it could be interesting. But I think that takes time. Like, that doesn't change in, you know, in one offseason. So, I just – I look at the other pieces and I look at this and I'm like – I'm kind of like you. Like, when I look at this roster, I'm like, do I think this roster is better than the Giants? No. Like – do I think Alex Smith is better than Eli Manning? At this point, you could you could make Probably. an argument. You could make an argument, but either way, you could—is it out of the question that Eli plays better than Alex Smith? No, it's not. No. especially when you look at what surrounds him. Like, let's look at the running back situation. Right, they've that, got some guys. They have a
0: lot of parts, which yeah. is my which is my issue with them because they drafted. Guys, right? Right, yeah. And um, they have Robert Kelly. After P. P. Ryan, and Chris last Thompson, year, right? Yeah, like, I mean, Chris. Th- okay, like, right. They've got too many
1: guys there. <laughs> Way too many, and they're not all different pieces. No, like it's not like. Well, actually, you know what? Yes, to toot the Eagles' own horn, you look at the guys they had last year. They were different guys, right? Like Garrett Blunt played a role, you know. um... Sproles until he uh, got Aj- hurt, right? Was in Ajayi a role. Clement filled a role, like. They had roles that they kind of and filled maybe in. maybe Washington will be able to do that. Maybe. Maybe. But we haven't seen They've had this situation at running back for, the for lot, how many years? Five, six years. Right. So, like, again, until I see they figure out that situation, I, well, the, it'll be interesting. I say the same look, thing about the, at, the receivers. Exactly. Like, like, is Jackson
0: going to stay healthy? Is he going to become a guy that was an early round draft pick? Right. Um, you know, I like Brian Quick with the Rams, but he has a blossom. Same thing yep. with Paul Richardson yep. with the Seahawks. And they still have Jamison Crowder, and and now they brought in Simi right. Cobb. Oh,
1: and oh, and at tight end, is Jordan Reed be, ever
0: going to stay healthy? Uh, Vernon, Vernon Davis, Davis at the
1: end of his career, can right. So like the entire offense, and so when I compare this, right, so even if I give Alex Smith the edge over Eli Manning, which you could you could easily argue against, I'm giving, um, the Giants. Oh, what was the guy they the guy that uh, um. Saquon's going to split time with oh Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart and Saquon, I'm taking those two over the stable of running backs that the Redskins have. I'm taking Odell Beckham and whoever they have, both Shepherds, Russell and Sterling. I'm taking them over the wide receivers that they have here. Um, You know, so like you look at talent wise, I like the Giants' roster a heck of a lot more than I like the Redskins' roster. And now, when I go to the defense, the defense for the Redskins, I feel like is a bunch of guys who you, you like. You've heard of that's exactly what I was say. but like they're just like oh my gosh, like I feel like they perform and don't it, get any credit just, because the the team's just not that good. It just seems like a bunch of parts because
0: like people were high on Jonathan Allen, although I think he was hurt to start at the beginning of last year. Yeah. But we talked about that after he came out of the draft. But they brought in Ziggy Hood, who was with right. the uh, the Steelers for a long time. Right. Uh, they drafted Daron Payne. Uh, they have Phil Taylor. Yeah. Um who and, I didn't
1: know was still playing. Uh,
0: but <laughs> at linebacker, they have Zach Brown, who's an athletic freak and has bounced all over the league. Mason right. Foster, Ryan Kerrigan, Pernell McPhee, Preston yeah. Smith. Um I no, Zach Vigil Ryan Kerrigan to me because I always kills the Eagles. Ryan Kerrigan
1: kills the Eagles.
0: Well, and then in the secondary, now, you know, obviously we're pulling for Troy Apke. They just right. took Adonis Alexander in the supplementing draft. Yeah. And they still have um, oh, Josh, Josh Norman. Norman. They brought in Orlando Skandrick and right. they have DJ Swearinger. Like, there's a bunch of names that football fans are familiar with, but it doesn't seem like they're ever to put it all together. Same thing with the offensive line TJ Clemmings, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Lavo, Morgan Moses, Brandon Scherf, and Trent Williams. Like, it, it seems like they have. They're just. It, a group of veterans that everyone's heard the name of, whether they are a high draft pick or they had one or two years. You know what it years, sounds like to
1: me? And they can't put it all together. sounds like to me there's an owner who likes to go out and get guys who he's heard of. <laughs> Not that his scouts or that his front office thinks, oh, this would be the best way to build a good core nucleus that we can have for a set number of years where we can add the other pieces. Doesn't it feel like they're kind of like adding pieces all Now, some of those guys on defense, like Kerrigan's been there forever, you know, like Or at least it feels like he's been there forever. Like you, you go through that list, but like you said, I, I think, I think they're kind of like staying put, maybe. Whereas I think the other teams in the division have gotten better. Even if the Eagles' like record isn't better, I think they are a more well-equipped team. Let's just put it that way, especially with the experience that it can be from last year. Now, I know they played an extra month and a half of the season or a month of the season. So, like, that can take a wear on people too, especially as you have those veterans. But they also have young guys. Right. You know, they have young guys. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of plays out. But, again, things to keep in mind, and we don't need to answer right now, but keep in mind as the season's going on, quarterback. Who's the best quarterback in the division? I want to say it's Carson Wentz. And if it's Carson Wentz, that's good for the Eagles, right? But it could be Dak, right? Would it be would we all be stunned if Eli has a season where he's the best actually, no. I'd be pretty surprised if he is the best quarterback in the division. But if he had a really good season, that wouldn't surprise me, right? You know, Alex Smith, it would surprise me if he has the best season numbers wise. That would that would surprise everyone. But if he put together a good win winning season, it's possible. You know when when you get to all right, um, is Saquon going to be able to get it done in the pros? Like, is he going to be that hu- like human highlight reel that he was at Penn State? You know, I hope
0: so. I mean, I, I, I you as an I'm going to be honest. You,
1: like, I kind of so only, much. I only kind of hope so. Like, I hope he's good. You and hope his, the team is he terrible.
0: is. Fourteen out of the sixteen games. I hope
1: there. he's good and the team is terrible. Like that's what I hope. <laughs> I like, want I hope to win he put, rookie of the year, man. So I don't good. I hope he wins rookie of the year. I hope he wins rookie of the year, and they are like. Two actually no. I want him to be. I want them to be six and ten, is what I want him to be because that's good enough not to be drafting his first couple, but not good enough that they're actually good. Even so, they can take Trace next year. <laughs> Man,
0: I I, I I love Trace McSorley, but he's obviously not a first round quarterback like Baker Mayfield.
1: Right, exactly. You know, <laughs> not at all. Not at all.
0: Did Joe have anything to say about the Browns or LeBron? Oh my gosh,
1: nothing. So LeBron wasn't wasn't as bad. They're they're. Yes, it, it hurts. But they're like, look, he came back, he won a championship oh, yeah. in Cleveland. He's they're a like, god there, it doesn't yeah. matter. It it was very different this time, right? Um The Browns. So I made the comment, hey guys, if the Eagles can get it done, the Browns can get it done. Maybe not this year, but at some point. I, I thought they were gonna throw me in Lake Erie. Like mm-hmm. it was it that did not go over well. They were like, I can name ten Eagles in the last five years that are better than anybody that's played for the Browns in my lifetime. Like, they're just... They are just... They they are so down on the organization. Yeah. And because of that, it's almost like they feel like Baker Mayfield's not going to be the guy mm-hmm. because he got picked by the Browns. Right. Right? Like, because well, the Browns works, picked him, right? he can't be the guy. Right? Like, we understand that. We've, we're we Philadelphia fans. We've had those moments. Right? Um, for sure. So... But, yeah, it, it was... It was a good weekend. Good, good.
0: Um, so, just to quickly recap before we get out of here, I have the Cowboys at first. You have the Eagles at first. Yeah. I have the Eagles in second. You have the Cowboys in second. We both go Giants third, Redskins fourth. Um, good division again. I, I'm probably going to say two teams. Yeah, I'm playing two teams in the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs obviously, going to be Cowboys and Eagles. It'll be interesting to see how the entire NFC shakes out when, when we address that in a few weeks. Um, Episode 263 is next Sunday. I will be doing the AFC and NFC North divisions. I don't know if I'll have a guest with me or not. Um, But we have to keep moving here because we got so much coming up in August that in two weeks, I'll wrap up with the AFC East again. I don't know if someone will be with me or not. We'll also do playoffs and Super Bowl predictions. And I'll make sure that we get Justin's take on all three divisions and the playoffs and uh, we relay that for you. and that'll be it for the NFL preview. We'll be off for like a month or so doing pro, or excuse me, high school football stuff before we come back to talk. Uh, when July ends and we're in August, we won't be on this show again until pro football is back. All right. So, yeah, it's uh, close. It's close. Yeah,
1: it's not as far off as it seems.
0: Um, do you have any shout-outs or anything?
1: I do. Uh, congratulations to Joe and Jess. Joe, our, our Browns family we refer to a lot, um, old college roommate. Got married this weekend to Jess. Um, I was out in Cleveland. It's a great time. Um, yeah, it was good seeing a bunch of guys. That it's kind of crazy when I'm like, yeah, like how long have you known Joe? I'm like, um, you know, well, we met in college. I'm like, oh, that was 16 years ago. <laughs> See, I was like, say freshman year team, of college. Yeah, I guess so. Was 16 years ago. Like, yeah. So yeah, that, that was that kind way. of like a oh, what the heck? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, it that will soon essentially be half my life. I've known him so that's kind of crazy it is crazy <laughs> um, so anyway yeah congratulations the, uh, to Joe yeah, he, it, he it was, was uh he
0: provided us with questions and I actually might have talked with us live on the phone once I think it I, was I think when we had, were up yeah. still upstairs yeah. doing the show so that was a while ago but Joe has been a present on the show presents so on the show were actually of the Cavs and some LeBron. of the guys were
1: actually asking about the show when we were out oh there. really yeah, yeah. so <laughs>
0: yeah um I'm trying to think any shout outs that I have thinking about birthdays and celebrations and all that I can't think off the top of my head this is what happens when I don't write them down so I'm sorry if I miss anyone I guess we'll say happy early birthday to you since you won't Thank be you. around Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Alexa too coming yeah. up yeah. In, a, in a few weeks uh, can't believe she's oh, stop listening there we go That that's a that's a pain sometimes <laughs> I'm sure Pat and Val have more of an issue with it yeah. Uh, but yeah so follow us uh, on Twitter like us on Facebook Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. If you're into high school football, check out the Bulldog Hour and go to bulldoghour.com. But I think that's it. So thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 262nd episode of the Joe Mays and j Raf Show.
1: We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm j And
0: I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and j Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with the guys at joemazeandjraf.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part
1: of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit jmnjrradio.com.